Hello everyone, I am back again today with another podcast. Today I'll be doing a brief, like, history on the Spanish Armada. For those who do not know what the Spanish Armada was, the Spanish Armada was a massive fleet of Spanish ships that was launched in an attempt to invade England as part of both the Eighty Years' War and the... As part of the Eighty Years' War and the Anglo-Spanish War. For those who do not know what the Anglo-Spanish War was, the Anglo-Spanish War was a war fought, a series of conflicts fought between Spain and England, like due to the English supporting the Dutch, the the Spanish Netherlands in their war for independence against the Spanish. And this group, the purpose of the Armada was to help move an army that was in Flanders, which is the northern part of Belgium, which speaks a lot of which is Dutch speaking. An army from there to England for the purposes of invasion. The Spanish Armada numbered 130 ships. However, most of these were not war purpose ships. They only had about, like, I believe, they only had, like, a... I think there may be 30 or less ships that were actually built for war. A lot of them were repurposed or just armed merchant vessels or other types. That was basically a trend on both sides. They didn't have vessels for... They, a lot of them were vessels built for war. They were just armed merchant ships. So I'm going to try to talk about how the way the, it was executed. They ended, up, they ended up launching from Lisbon, which is modern-day Portugal. And they launched on the 28th of May. The fleet had about 26,000 people. And took them, it was so big that it took them about two days to f- leave the full port. And they had about an they had about an army of thirty thousand waiting in the Netherlands, and another twenty six thousand on the ships, ready to fight. And the Spanish and the English actually attempted to enter that intercept the Armada earlier in the Bay of Biscay, which is a gulf between France and Spain. However, despite outnumbering the Spanish, they were ill-supplied, and they did they lacked the firepower necessary to fight them off. However, the their weather in the Bay of Biscay was quite bad, which helped delay them to the benefit of the British. And once the British, the British would sight them on the 19th of July in Cornwall, they would sight them from Cornwall, and they would actually end up tell, warning the British with a giant series of lanterns. It's not lent, it's a system of beacons which they had constructed, which is quite cool and pretty interesting fact. However, their fleet was ended up trapped by the incoming tide. And the Spanish's plan was for them, their initial plan was to go into Plymouth Harbor and assault the fleet. However, they were forbidden from doing this, which then forced them to sail towards the Isle of Wight and go to the east. For those who do not know what the Isle of Wight is, it is this kind of this pretty big island, kind of in the center. If you look at the center of southern England, then you would see it right pretty close to the coast. They sailed. They attempted to sail there. And about fifty-five ships would sail there to intercept them under the control of Lord Howard. However, the more famous person there that you probably know is Francis Drake, who is a somewhat famous privateer. They attacked the Armada and had a weather advantage of the weather gauge, which kind of means like they have a better position and they can maneuver better. It's based on the wind position and just like the way the wind's blowing. And the Armada ended up getting to a defensive position. 
and the British kind of did to split up into parts. And the, the English actually managed to play their advantages quite well. The Spanish ships were definitely much better for close quarter fighting. They had superior armament and just superior firepower. So the English began to just use speed and maneuverability. They tried to stay back and try to hit them from a distance. And fun fact, they were so far apart. They were so far, far apart for like them that they didn't even sink a ship in the first day. However, two ships... Ha- Two Spanish ships had to be abandoned because they were crashed, not crashed, but they were, they were crushed into each other, and they ended up getting kind of wrecked, and after, during the night, French Drake ended up going back to loot those ships to get supplies that they needed, and he ended up snuffing out a lantern, which he had been using to guide the fleet, which messed up the ability of, like, the English ships to organize, and this benefited the Spanish as they had to reorganize, which let the Spanish slip away once again. However, because the English ships were much faster, they were able to catch up with the Armada once again, this time on the 23rd of July. The the wind change which gave the Spanish the weather advantage time, and they tried to get closer with the English, however, the English were able to run once again using their benefit of their lighter maneuverability. So the English definitely had, I would argue that the English definitely had a superior plan of battle than the Spanish did, partially just because of the way their ships were better off than the Spanish. After this point, the Armada was attempting to create a base, or like a, to create like a temporary setup in this area, in the water, like ways that were between the Isle of Wight and the mainland England where they could wait out. However, the English launched another attack on them, this time in many groups, which ended up forcing the Armada back to sea because they were attempting to avoid a series of shoals in the area that would have been somewhat disastrous and dangerous to their ship, and they were unable to find any more harbors, so they were forced to go to a place called Calais, which is in northern France, because they could not find a safe harbor. They would soon anchor off here, and the army was actually ready to go somewhat. However, they had issues with communication. I mean, they weren't, they weren't entirely ready to go. They still needed to assemble more. And because of this, Ill, the ill communication definitely messed them up. It's enough, a Dutch fleet would actually show up here for this. They would actually show up here in a t- like nearby to where they were and kind of block them off. These ships were flyboats, which are like a very light type of ship, which would give them an advantage as they had lighter drafts, so they could navigate in smaller waters where their bigger, the bigger and more powerful ships could not reach them, which was a major part of their plan for fighting. And the reason that this messed up these Spanish plans is that the barges were intended on or intending to use the armada as a form of protection as they would have been massively exposed. However, in order to reach the Armada and get to safety, they would have to cross the zone where the Dutch Navy was. And as you can remember, the Spanish couldn't get to the Dutch, which was horrific for them, which was a, like a very bad mistake on their part. As now they were separate and they could not join the forces together without suffering a loss at the hands of the Dutch. Because of this, they were never able to invade England. 
which honestly was probably better for them because if they had lost, they probably would have lost their barges to the Dutch, which would have resulted in a pretty massive casualty number. And soon enough, the British launched fire ships. For those who do not know, fire ships is, when, is during the day of sailing ships when they would deliberately load a ship with combustibles and then launch it. These were often used to cause chaos, to break up formations, and these were used in great effect during this and during the Battle of Gravelines later in the Armada Conflict. So these ships were quite effective. They did not do any damage, but they did manage to break apart the organization of the fleet and, for and they ended up losing some ground and being forced backwards. And soon enough, the Spanish got in ready for battle at the Battle of Gravelines. This battle was fought at the Port of Gravelines. That's where the name comes from. And this was part of Flanders that was pretty close to France, and this was the closest part of, like, any part of any Spanish territory to England, which is why they chose it. And the, um, Spanish leader, Merida, Medina Sidonia, sorry, was trying to get his force there. And he was, he wasn't kind of worried about sailing farther east because he knew about the Dutch. He knew the Dutch were there. Also, the Dutch had removed these things called sea marks, which were basically these navigational, like, guides, like, warrant this kind of, like, Shows you the depth of the water, can identify hazards, and they remove them, which kind of mess up the Spanish's ability to navigate. And doing all these skirmishes in the English Channel, the English kind of learned about the Armada's weaknesses, so they came up with a strategy. However, they were pretty low on powder, but the Spanish also had issues. Because of the way they kind of spaced their guns together and like the way they stored things, which so basically both of them definitely had issues in the way they were set up, but yeah, the Spanish were definitely at the disadvantage though because the English had superior maneuverability, which allowed them to get much closer, and they were able to open fire and hit the Spanish ships below the waterline due to the position of the wind. And the reason this is important is if your ship gets hit below the waterline, you're gonna lose, you're gonna sink most likely. They also managed to kick down many of the the gunners and often, in some cases, took out all of them, forcing the various military ships to... the military soldiers to try to man the guns. However, they were terrible at it. And the Spanish would lose five ships. And they would suffer heavy ship damage to many of their other ships. And a lot of this would be their major... This not them. This, some of this would be like most of this would be their major military ships. They wouldn't lose their merchant ships. They would lose the best ships. And soon enough, a, the famous speech of the troops at Tilbury would happen, which is basically a speech by Queen Elizabeth the First to rally the militias, get them ready for battle. And soon enough, the, the Armada chose to return to Spain after their attempt to sail northward, north more failed their attempt was to return home was to go they were in scotland like by scotland by this point they attempted to go around scotland and through either the atlantic or the irish sea for those who do not know what the irish sea is the irish sea is a section of sea between england and ireland cool fact so it's kind of like the english channel but between ireland and england it's enough the english stopped pursuing them however the spanish were definitely showing a lot of issues and they were very low on food 
and the Spanish were not able to measure the longitude, so they did not know that the Gulf Stream was messing them up, and that it was carrying them the opposite direction of where they wanted to, and soon enough they would also face some pretty rough westerly winds. Like westerly winds near Ireland and Scotland, which, and because many of them had lost anchors during their escape from the English fire ships, they were incapable of like getting staying secure, and they often got blown ashore, or just forced ashore on Ireland, and they would eventually lose about five thousand men, and in the end, only about sixty-seven ships and about a thousand men would survive total. And this is just a very bad thing in general. And the aftermath of this is this was a major loss to the Spanish forces. And they would and they would call the weather that caused all these issues the Protestant wind. And eventually the Spanish would launch a counter armada, which was also a failure. So just armadas in general this war? Not a good idea. This was a heavy loss to the the English with thousands dead and about forty ships lost. They definitely did not lose as bad as the Spanish did. However, this was the main issue is that this was a financial fiasco that cost them too much money. So basically, and the Spanish would also launch two more armadas that would also fail. And this was just kind of like be a pretty big drain on on both sides. That was all for today. Thanks, folks, for listening. And now I'm going to do a podcast on the sand, on a piece of geography, on a piece of architecture. Because why not? Thanks for listening, folks.